Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I am Kehoe. Tea is on the kettle and the stove. And uh, you're there, listening, enjoying, and partaking. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, this is episode 31. Uh, yeah, been at it for 31. I thought I would do 10. and sa- or I said I'd do 10 and see where I am. I'm at 30 and 31, and I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. People are still enjoying it. I, you are still listening. You are still here. So therefore, I know you are still enjoying. If you weren't, you wouldn't be here. You would stop listening, and thus, I would know. It's, it's weird how that works, you know? (laughs) So I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a good night, evening. I, uh, when I don't have much prepared, and today is a very different, different kind of day. Um, over the past three days, or two days, one more tonight, I have been filming a small movie, a uh, short film. It's for a film festival contest or a film contest so uh some people that i've worked with in the past gave me a call saying that we think you'd be perfect for it would you like to do it i said yes so i am the um lead in uh naked dad that's right naked dad story of a gentleman who gets locked out of his hotel room accidentally, mistakes the front door for the bathroom door, and gets locked out in the hallway naked, without a key, of course. So, excuse me about that. So, uh, I have been filming for the past couple nights, and my body just aches. It's not the time. The time we've spent, uh, it's new for me. Being, I've been in a few films, but only as a side, you know, piece, uh, character, you know, got a smaller part, uh, supporting role. So my participation was relatively limited in the time of the filming, I would come in, we would do our thing, and then when I was done, they would say, thank you, you're finished, off you go. Now, I knew going into this that being the lead, I would have a lot more uh, time to, I, I, I would be more involved, of course, you would have to be. And the level of that was not a surprise. I knew we might be spending hours upon tens of hours doing this. And, uh, oh, we have a boil. Here we go. So I knew we'd be spending a lot of time, physical time, doing all this. But it was 
the what we are doing. You see, uh, I am Naked Dad, of course. And Naked Dad comes with a couple little caveats. Meaning, I'm going to be naked through almost all of the filming. Not like you're going to see much of it during the filming. You may... The plan is, there will be a couple, I'm not sure the amount now, that is up to the director, but I do know there will be a couple butt shots, just clarifying Naked Dad. You know, saying, you know, hey, he's Naked Dad, what, what, oh, there's the butt, there's the ass, Naked Dad. So... I'm doing a lot of these scenes naked, not totally. I do have uh, this contraption. I say contraption, it sounds worse than it is. It's a knee-high nylon taupe color, darker color, that I have sort of, not sort of, I put it over my junk and I uh, keep it on with a uh, hair tie. And it works it works it has stayed on i am not officially completely nude in front of everybody but i am 99% of the way so <laughs> i'm running down hallways i'm running through rooms and spaces and it's it's from what i'm seeing it's going to look really neat the hotel we're in uh, the Hotel Lafayette that we're filming in is beautiful it's got a lot of neat aesthetic pieces it's an, it's an old building and it's got a lot of odd architectural old architectural pieces that have either been eliminated changed updated whatever but there's some odd little spots in that building too so it's been fun to run around and do all this stuff but like I said, I'm doing it naked through the most part. And what is really neat, what's really fun for me, is I've never had this sort of thing happen before. So what's going on is off camera, somebody is holding my robe. And as soon as the scene we are filming is done, they're running over and putting my robe on me and helping me cover up. And I think that is absolutely the coolest thing. I, I know it's silly to say and it's probably, you know, lame, but I'm really kind of enjoying not that they're doing it, not like they're waiting on me. That's not the thing I enjoy. It's just the the, the point of like, you know, it makes me actually feel like a movie star. I mean, it doesn't. I'm not. But it's like as soon as I'm done, a person is rushing to cover me up. And it just seems, it's, it's weird, it's fun. And it, it, it has this weird sort of like nice feeling to it. It's like, oh, I'm important. No, it's not that I'm important. I'm just naked. And we don't want any, because this is a working hotel. Also, it is a working apartment building. They have a couple floors of hotel and a couple floors of apartments. So people live and are using this space 
there's a restaurant, there is a coffee shop, there's a bridal shop, there's a florist, there's a whole bunch of other things going on here besides just being a neat building. And so um, they have to just uh, keep me covered. There's been points where uh, I'm basically ready to run around a corner or or do my bit in a hallway and we got to stop because a neighbor walks out, out the door and they're like rushing to cover me up. And that just, it, it's just neat. I, I, I have to admit it. It's neat. Uh, I understand that it has nothing to do with my, uh, you know, importance it has everything to do with my nudity, but it's still fun. And I heard something last night, which I will probably never hear again. And it was kind of fun. I need more light on his butt. Just that line. And in complete seriousness, the cameraman, he's looking at a shot. His goal is a good shot. He needed more light on my ass. And I was just... <laughs> I had to laugh. It's. <clears throat> I found it rather... I, I mentioned it. I'm like, I've never had anyone ask that for or need that for my ass. No one has ever needed to see my butt with better light. So it's it's been a very interesting and bizarre kind of experience. A lot of the shots, I'm wearing shorts. A lot of the shots, I am mostly dressed in the filming. In in the movie itself, I never have a stitch of clothing on at all. And I'm very happy with where it's going. I can't wait to see where you know what they take from it. Because I have not Damn it. I sipped too soon again, folks. That one hurt a little. Uh ooh, alrighty. Ooh. Moving on. Wow. I have been doing comedy sports for 15 years. I'm on the stage almost every week with them. I'm very comfortable on the stage. I've been in a handful of plays. I'm very comfortable with theater and that environment and the production and the development of a piece of work and then presenting it on stage and, you know, wholly doing it where, a, you know, where in rehearsals in a theater piece, you can watch it grow and develop and through, through the rehearsals, you can see it become what it is. The amazing part about, and I guess it's sort of a similarity, but the amazing thing about doing theater is your rehearsals are always good. Your rehearsals are always, you know, mostly are always good. And, you know, but what I'm saying is you develop and you make your mistakes and you do what you do in your rehearsals and you build up your show. And even until the final dress rehearsal, the day before the show, everyone still seems like 
and and I've heard it from almost every cast I've ever been a part of. Uh, oh my God, are we ready? I don't know. Like one person is always like it's you know like it seems like there's always one person who's like, oh my God, I'm not ready for this. I'm, I'm you know they're always nervous. They're not comfortable with this or that. They're not feeling it, but they're they're putting in the work. They're trying, and then opening night hits and. The performance goes off, and 99% of the times, it goes off without a hitch. And everyone afterwards is just like, oh my God, that was amazing. We, I didn't think we were ready, and bam, we were ready. And so what you see building up to and what you get at performance night seem to be two different things. And in film, what I'm finding, you know, it's, it's sort of the same thing. I, you know, we're building up this story, we're building up this thing, and we're going through it out of order, not in sequence. I don't know what this is going to look like. I have a thought of what it's going to look like. I, I know where we're going. I know the direction of the story. I see where we're going. Yes. But I don't know how it's going to look. Like I was telling my mom today, I mean, we put in a 10-hour day yesterday. And we've done two 10-hour days so far, almost, like at like nine and a half and then a 10-hour day. So we're putting in some good long hours. And I'm very happy with that. I'm not bothered with the time. I love being involved with it. I love watching the filmmakers make the film. I am, I'm just there to be the dancing monkey. You know, I will perform. They're doing the art. You know, there is an art to acting. I'm not going to push that off or deny that, you know, or not say that. I mean, I truly believe that there's an absolute art into acting, but this is so different from what I'm used to. And we do a scene, he gives me immediate notes, I immediately make a change, try it again. Another note, another change. No note, we do another takes, same way, you know, he's finding what he's looking for, but I, but I don't know which one he's looking for. And at the point of filming, I, I don't know if he does either, but like I was saying to my mom uh, yesterday, or this morning on the phone, when you watch a movie, and I will say, you know, myself included, and I was saying, Mom, when you watch a movie, you see a scene, and you see a guy talking to a guy, or a thing happening, a this or that's going on, and you watch it, and that scene goes on, and the next thing ha- you know, happens. You, you watch that scene. You saw everything that happened. You saw one scene. The director, the filmmakers see 35 shots uh, they see the close up on person one close up on person two both, both of them together face to face side by side angles directions different lighting there could be a numerous plethora number of angles and shots in that one scene that one scene might last 45 seconds, there could be 17, 18, 19, I don't know how many, I, I, don't, I don't know, shots. It, 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 if it's one shot, amazing, great. If it's, you know, cut shots, this and that, 
with close-ups and you know far outs and pulls and this or that and wipes and turns every shot needs to be thought of i've never looked at a movie in that way and watching them go through it now i'm like oh wow yeah it's that's how it's done that's the crazy thing that is uh you got to think of it shot by shot not just scene by scene sure you got your scenes your bigger scenes, but inside those scenes, you got shots. And then inside those shots, you might have, I want a shot of, you know, this building. But then inside that shot, I need a shot of that window. And inside that shot of the window, I need a reflection. And so you're still taking a shot of one shot of the building, but as you pull in and change, all those pull-ins are shots and all those pull-outs are shots it's it's a moving shot but or you know these are like 50 different stills or 17 like i said stills being put together into one scene and it's really fascinating to watch and uh i commend them all i'm like said to them many times i feel so bad i mean you're spending all this time lugging around this equipment, holding things up in the air, or the guy, uh, Mark, with the camera, he's nuts. I mean, he's been carrying that thing. He has a nice little harness uh, which holds the camera for him, but he's still got to carry it, and he's still walking around with this, and it's not a small camera. This is a beefy little piece of machinery, and this is quite nice. And But you got the lighting guys, they're moving stuff and holding things up and lights up in the air for five minutes at a time. Their arms got to get tired and they're doing this for hour after hour. And I'm feeling, you know, you know, it's like, God, you guys must be dead tired. And I find out they're looking and telling me, God, we feel bad for you. You're running and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I feel bad for you. You're doing all the heavy lifting. I'm just performing and they're like oh we couldn't do that i'm like well i couldn't do that so it's a mutual uh appreciation going on right now with them and the fact that they have to look at my naked ass for hours on end is uh commendable at that i mean no one needs to look at that for as long as they're looking at that so when all is said and done, I commend them wholeheartedly. Ah, uh, it is, yeah, yeah, I am quite, I am quite surprised at the uh, amount that does go into it. And the attention to detail is quite incredible. Knowing what you want and trying to get to that and then knowing how to get to that point and pull out the nuances and all these uh, you know the lighting's not right the positioning of this is not can you move that can you change this and not once in this whole uh, production and this work and this goes to the te- the teamwork aspect and how people work together and all the good things that go along with you know making a good you know a good product there has not been one you know what do you mean i don't know like no one has when anyone says hey i need this somebody jumps in when 
need I need a new battery. Someone's go, you know, someone's off to get it. We need this new lens. Someone's off to get that. People are working together so beautifully, seamlessly. Uh, when the director says we need this, it happens. We're, I'm, I'm watching something that I've never really watched before, and like I said, being a supporting player, you see so very limited, you know, limited amounts. You come in, you do your bit, you leave. They don't need people just standing around, so you're out. You don't see it in that you know, in that capacity. And now being where I am the focal point of almost every shot, there are two other folks in the film, uh, a front desk clerk and uh, another person in an elevator. And we have, you know, it's, it's all me. It's basically, I'm in almost, I'm in every basic scene and I've got to watch them go through the process of every scene where it's like before it'd be like, okay, we're, we're going to do this scene. We're going to shoot this shot. And then we move on to the next one. Right? No, you make, you shoot the shot, you look at it, you do it again, you do it again. That's a fourth take. Okay. I like what I'm getting. Boom. Let's move on to the next part. And I want to see this again in another angle and because we're only using uh one or i think there's a second camera involved like a close-up camera but we're using one camera so we're not you know we don't have like like i don't know if they do this in the in real movies like not real movies like major production movies like big productions they probably have eight different cameras or three or four different cameras looking at each shot each scene from different directions so they can record a scene and maybe do it three, four different ways. And each time they do it, there's different up closes, angles, directions, this or that. And then after that, maybe they still do need a couple of extra shots. I don't know how it works in the big budget stuff. In this, we have one camera and we're doing, uh, multiple shots and multiple angles and different things and it looks fantastic it looks amazing so i mean i'm seeing little clips of it in the monitors as they're looking at it i'm peeking over shoulders to see how i'm looking there are times i oh boy i am there is no sucking it in there's no nothing i am fully exposed in a lot of this just letting it hang and I'm finding there are things that are hanging which are quite bizarre you know I'm getting older folks so I am quite pleasantly happily surprised at everything and surprised in the fact that I don't know what to expect I have ideas now a bit more on day three than I did on day one at the amount, the attention to detail, the intricacy, the uh, desire for the best, which is wonderful to work with. So I am very, very happy and proud to be a part of Naked Dad. 
I'm, I'm glad I'm naked dad. Uh, it's fun. It's a good, it's, it's a good little experience. And I hope I'm giving them what they need. That's the one thing with, uh, acting in this capacity is I've given a lot of different takes and a lot of different percept or, uh, angles or perceptions or not perceptions. That's not the right word. I, I'm struggling with the word right now. Um, done different variants of all these scenes multiple ways with different energies, different uh, facial expressions, motions, movements, either through notes given that I needed to change or something I felt I you know, was more natural doing this way or that way. And it's been an incredible learning experience. I sort of lost my train of thought there. Uh, I totally lost my train of thought there. Oh, boy, my brain is, is rough. And here is why. Not only the 20, I'm going to roughly say the 20 hours we've worked on this film, which is fantastic. I, I'm, I'm so interested to see. No, I think I remember. I can't wait to see how it all comes together and I give them what they want. And through all these different scenes and all these different things that I've given, uh, they find what they need and we put together a good movie. And I hope that that, you know, I hope I'm giving them what they need. And I think every actor desires that and wishes that. And I won't know until later on where you do theater you know the night of your performance how you did I don't know until after July 9th how I did until I can see it so that's that's that and uh, so look forward and look for uh, dad naked dad to come soon hmm it's pretty good pretty good tea today uh, but I'm I'm really really tired, and I said in the very beginning, before I went off on this for about twenty you know, about twenty minutes or so. But uh, I am beat, and it's not because of the physicalness of the movie. My do my feet do hurt from running on cement, hardwood, rug floors for a couple days my feet are tender and they feel a little sore there's that but other than that that is the most from the film yesterday while walking home or not not walking home while walking to pick up the uh minivan that uh Steve Cheryl's brother has at the shop and uh, at, at their house, and I was walking to pick up the van so I could drive to the uh, the hotel for filming. I don't have a car, as many of you might know through listening. I don't have a car right now, so um, was walking down the street to go get one, to go borrow the minivan. And I've got a Tim Hortons tea in my hand, and I've got a uh, backpack. Well, not backpack, but a... Um, duffel bag on my shoulder and I'm walking down the street 
two kids are biking by me on my on my, on my left hand side. So I'm walking forward on my left. It would be their right, I guess. Uh, they're biking by me on the sidewalk. So I have to move over on the sidewalk. Immediately next to me now is a Winnebago parked right at the edge of the sidewalk. So I really can't go too far. I mean, I can definitely get out of the way, but that's all I got. That's the only space right there. And I think there's a bush after it, but I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember exactly. But so right at that moment, as I'm next to the Winnebago, these kids bike by me, two in a row, one, two. As I'm stepping just past the Winnebago and the last kid comes by me on the the left-hand side, I get hit from behind. First in the right leg, uh, something hits my right leg. I start to fall, but then I'm pushed forward, and I start yelling, What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Three times. I wanted to give you the three, at least. Not uh, the length, the volume, the length, and the duration You know, of all that was a bit more, but... Uh, I can't see what's going on. I don't know what's happening. All I know is I've been kicked, it feels like, kicked, pushed. I'm twisting. I'm turning. I'm trying to maintain my balance, but trying to see what the hell is happening to me. Never dropped my tea at all. Just kept it basically balanced the whole time I was falling. And... Super proud that only a few splashes got out and I, I lost just a little bit of my tea. I'm kind of proud of that moment. But I hit the ground and that's when I noticed that some kid has just hit me with his bike. Just knocked me to hell over. So I am over on the ground and uh, I look at him and... I'm not going to go into detail and the veracity of my tirade of this kid. But for disclosure you know, purposes only, it was, uh, you know, what are you doing? Now, mind you, every sentence has a F word of some variant in it. I was quite prolific in my use of the F word. I used it in different very you know you know like different ways, different combinations. It was it was it was quite lovely in fact. I'm I I have to, you know in looking back I was quite uh quite fun or not fun. what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I was I was very liberal and very imaginative with my use of the F word. So I won't put them into every sentence. I'll just let you know. It's like, what did, you know, what the hell happened? What's going on? And the kid basically goes, they got in my way, meaning the kids who drove by this way. He was on the sidewalk behind me and coming up. He probably wanted to pass me on the left because the Winnebago on the right. He couldn't go to the left because they were there. So instead of putting his brakes on and stopping, he tried to 
cut, like just as I was getting past the Winnebago, was just when he came up on me. And instead of stopping, he tried to go around me or like between me and the Winnebago. And he couldn't. And he ran me. And, and instead of either hitting the Winnebago himself and stopping himself from hitting a person who if I would have been like an older woman, an older man, an older uh, anybody, I might have been dead. And I think of my grandmother who is 92 years old today. If she was hit by this kid on a bike, she's gone. He has just killed my grandmother if that was the case. My, you know, my grandfather when he was alive and you know he was up into his 80s he gets hit by this guy this kid he's dead so fortunately i limited scratches uh my back was killing me yesterday not so bad today but i yelled at this kid i just you know you use your goddamn brakes you blah 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 and f and this and blah 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 and as I'm checking out my body as I'm yelling. I'm still on the ground. He's standing up. His bike's on the ground. I'm looking. I don't see any major blood. I see some rubber from his tire on my calf, some scrape marks. My knee's got some skin peeling and flipped up. It's not too bad. It's just a brush burn. So I look at myself. I feel myself, and I'm like, you know what, kid? Just get the fuck out of here. And... He left, and I just I'm like, just go, just go. I'm fine. Go. There's, you made a stupid mistake. Hope you learn from it. As I'm getting myself together, I look up, and the two kids who had passed me had stopped and watched what had happened. And I waved, "How you doing?" Uh, stood up, collected my stuff, and kept walking, and went to go film for the, the second night. And uh, Apart from any right calf close-ups, everything was fine. Everything went well. And uh, it just, I had a car accident years ago that has sort of made me a little gun-shy at certain points where I get, like, extra nervous when I probably shouldn't. But it's just because of that that fear that, oh, my God, that I... You know, it's 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 sticking with me, and now I'm afraid of walking now because I'm gonna get pushed over, or beat up, or you know, who the hell knows? It's I don't know. It's crazy. So, be wary, be aware out there. And if you are a biker, stay the hell out the sidewalk. There are bike paths. There are uh, the road. Don't don't ride on the sidewalk, please. That's why it's a sidewalk. The name is in, you know, what you do on it is in the name. You walk. And it's the side is the side of the road. So it's the walk on the side of the road. We've paved this walk, this walkway. So it's on the side of the road. So it's there for you to use, walkers. People on bikes and vehicles, you, you use the road. Let anyone else use the sidewalk. So that's my tip of the day. Uh, that's good. I'm going to get right on to the uh, song of the week and the word of words. 
but I want to just give a little heads up or a little nod to uh, that movie's show. Go check them out on Facebook and YouTube. They review movies. They have a good time with it. They're taking a little break for the summer or for this month, I think. So, but you can check out past shows. You can check out, you know, when they'll be back. They're the regular show would run on Wednesday nights at 9:45 and you can check that out. You can find out when they'll be back on the on their website thatmoviesshow.com and uh look forward to their next show and then watch their past shows. The Incredibles, I think uh, I know they've done that one, uh Blazing Saddles, they've done that, uh Glengarry Glengarry Glen Ross. I believe they were Glory might be next, or they've just done it. I'm not sure if it's going to be their next one or the one they just did. Uh, so check them out, that movie's show. Terry and Norm, they do a heck of a good job there. So, song of the week. This is the day by The The. This is the day. Has probably one of the best opening lines in all music. I don't know. That's a bold statement. I know. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorite. The two uh it's goes back and forth. It's probably number two behind the opening line of Lost in a Supermarket by the Clash. Sure there's a little like chorus part in the in the beginning, but the opening line of that song uh is is my favorite. Uh I wasn't born so much as I fell out. Nobody seemed to notice me. Great opening line. The the number two, in my opinion. And it's from This Is The Day. And it goes, you didn't wake up this morning because you didn't go to bed. You were watching the whites of your eyes turn red. The calendar on the wall is ticking the day, you know, is ticking past the days. You've been reading some old letters. I'm taking it much further. I apologize. I'm going to ruin the song for you if I continue on. I want you to listen and enjoy it. But the opening line, you didn't wake up this morning because you didn't go to bed. You were watching the whites of your eyes turn red. Just such a vivid line to me. It's sort of, I've had so many mornings where that was the case. I didn't wake up this morning. Why? I didn't go to bed. That is a younger man, a younger me. That's what I've done. So, The The is one of my favorite bands. Um, They're in that top ten of favorites, probably. And uh, I swear to you, back when I was a kid, either at Fantasy Island or Crystal Beach, I can't remember which, I could have sworn... In one of their little side little uh, amphitheaters back then, they had a few of these little things on this in the parks, and one of them I could have sworn there was a drum kit up, and on the drum kit, it you know it said the the, and I always thought that was the coolest name, the the. It's like what are what is it the the? That's cool, but that was when I was a little kid, and I you know just saw the the drum, the bass drum head, you know, like, you know, said the, the, and that sticks in my head. Years later, I hear of a band called the, the, and fall in love with them. 
it cannot be the same thing, but it's neat that, or at least my memory could be wrong. It's very possible, but the, when I heard of a band called The The, I was like, I got to hear them just because of this old thought. So, uh, Matt Johnson from The The is quite fantastic. And the album Dusk, this comes from the album Soul Mining, which is quite amazing, and you should be listening to it. But the album Dusk is one of the best records uh, in the past, I'm going to say, 25 years. It's amazing. Listen to the entirety of Dusk. You will not be disappointed. What amazes me about Matt Johnson is a lot of his early stuff was all him. Guitars, bass, drums, keyboards, uh, accordions, fiddles, whatever. He wasn't big into electronic stuff. He liked music that could be made with, you know, strumming and air and all that kind of stuff. So his later stuff where he collaborated with Johnny Marr was amazing. Uh, I recommend... You know, the song The Beaten Generation from, um, I cannot think of that, the the record now. But, uh, the memory. So, I truly recommend the the, this is the day, that is the song of the week. And the word of the week, the word of words. Today will be plethora. I don't know if I've used that one before. If I have, the backup word of the day is flagellum. So if I've used plethora in the past, it is flagellum. But otherwise, it is plethora. Or maybe I could use another word. There's a plethora of words to use. (laughs) Sorry. So, plethora is the word of words. So, thank you. And now I'm going to get to the end of our time together because I'm at the end of my tea and I've got to go and film for another day. One more. We're going to get this done tonight and then I wait for the finished product. I cannot wait. So, last sip thought of always is be kind to each other be nice it's the one true thing that we can do that costs nothing and is worth so much it is the freest million you can have i mean a million smiles they buy you nothing but happiness so try and reach a million smiles you'll be the richest person in the world Mm. And beware of sidewalks. It is it's it, it's a scary place out there, folks. And out of nowhere, people can jump on you and roll you around and throw you to the ground. But at the end of it all, pick yourself up. Pick up your tea and move on and move forward. 
uh, Cheryl said, you know, it could have been so much worse. I'm so glad you're okay. And absolutely right. It could have been a whole lot worse. And I'm so very happy I'm okay. But I told her, it'll take a lot more for a little punk-ass kid to take me away from her. I ain't going nowhere. That's my promise. So, it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. And I'm glad you spent your time with me today. I know I didn't, might not have been the most lively and energetic as I've been in the past. But I gotta tell you, I feel good. And I feel like I'm doing something good. And also, real quick, before I leave, you know, I'll talk about this you know, in future shows, but uh, I will be performing in Catch-22 coming up this September. So keep an ear out for that. I'll be talking about that more in the future, but I just got cast into Catch-22. I mentioned I went on the audition. I got... Uh, the colonel and the psychiatrist. I'll be playing those two guys in Catch-22 this coming September. And I'll let you know more details as that develops. So thank you all for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, leave a message. Go to the Facebook. Go to the Twitter. Go to the Instagram. Check it all out. Enjoy past shows. Enjoy this one. Thank you all. I really appreciate you. Uh, being here, and I'll talk to you soon. Turn this thing off.